Today, answers matter more than ever before. That's why IBM is helping businesses manage customer questions with Watson Assistant. It's conversational AI designed to work for any industry. Let's put smart to work. Visit ibm.com slash Watson Assistant. The Fantasy Forecast starts now. Now, here's Anita Marks. What's up? What's up? Yes, it is Fantasy Forecast. A little late start. I apologize. A little under the weather today. This is what happens when uh, you order delivery at uh, around uh, 9 o'clock at night. And that pesto shrimp pasta uh, just doesn't agree with you. Uh, but it is week 17. I know a, a number of folks are uh, already done with their leagues. I would love to hear from you. I'd love, to, I'd, lo- I'd love to hear how your fantasy football league season played out. Kyrie, by the way, Kyrie and Nikki working the show on the opposite side of the glass. Now, Kyrie, you played in our 98.7 ESPN championship, didn't you? Against, uh, yes, against, against Brittany. Brittany. Did yep. you win? I did not win. Brittany won. Brittany won? Congrats to her. Was, oh, wow. She had a great team. Oh, fantastic. Oh, and by the way, you said she had a great team. You know what she did? Auto draft. Get out of here. Yeah, did you know that? I, well, that makes me feel horrible. Yeah, she, good for uh, her. So, and, and, and by the way, and I am not a proponent. I do not support auto draft. I mean, it's like, like, you know, one of the, probably one of the most fun things about, um, playing fantasy football is your draft. So I'm not a big, like, uh, auto, auto draft person, but I had to auto draft in one league and I made it to the championship in that league. And I'm embarrassed to admit this. Um, I, and I'm not making excuses. The fact that I, I play in 12 leagues, I kind of like had a, a brain toot and I meant to bench Adam Thielen last week because I was just hearing that <clears throat> he was just, he just, and it's, it, and it was evident when he came back in week 15, he just wasn't 100%. And I meant to bench him and I didn't get to it. Unfortunately, and, um, I lost by like a point and a big reason is because I didn't, I, I was, I would put like Jameson Crowder in there or something. I want to say Jameson Crowder or, or Emmanuel Sanders in place of Adam Thielen and I would have won. So that's on me. That's like, you know what that is? That's playing a game of pool and then like you're sinking the, you, you sink the eight ball, right? Like somebody doesn't, if you sink the eight ball, that individual didn't beat you. You lost. You beat us. Yeah, exactly. You lost. I lost. You didn't beat me. I lost. I sunk the ball. So that's on me. The fact that, but my whole point is that was an auto draft and I really didn't have to do, I really didn't have to do much with that team. And I made it to uh, the championship. Just unfortunately, I didn't bench um, Adam Thielen. All right. So, um, so I would love to hear from you guys. 800-919-3776. Um, in in one of my big money leagues, I uh, I didn't make it to the championship. I I got a first round bye, and then in week fifteen I had a matchup where I put up oh I want to say two hundred and two points, and the the team that I went up against put up two hundred and nine. Meanwhile. The other matchup that was going on, this is, this is, this, and I share this story because this is what really, this is one of those stories that just really gets you, gets you in the crawl, right? So, so me and, and my opponent in the playoff week, in week, week 15 after the bye, I put up over 200 points. They put up a little bit more 
than me, like t- what, 11, something like 9, 10, 11 points more than me. They beat me. So now I don't advance to the championship. Now the two other teams that were competing to try to get to the championship, neither of them were even able to put up 150 points. But I lose to a dude who puts up over 200. And then wait, and then now this is where it really gets bad. Then now I'm competing for third place and third place you get your refund back, right? You get your your buy-in back. I put up the most points than anyone. So I would have so I actually would have won the entire league. Unfortunately, just the way that the cookie crumbles, I went up the matchup that I had in the playoffs was epic. I mean, think about like marinating that for a second. Both me and my opponent put over up put up over 200 fantasy football points in week 15. I want to say if you recall, that's like that's when Julio Jones went off in that night game. Um I had Lamar Jackson, he went off. Um, I'm trying to think who else. I mean, like I, I had a, I had an epic week. I'm sitting. In fact, that was when Lamar Jackson played on Thursday night. I went into Sunday up 50 points, and I still lost that matchup because of the matchup. Nikki, you wanted to say something. You wanted to chime in here. I was just telling Kai um, this year I had the most points against out of everyone in my league mm-hmm. by like. 400 points like it was absurd like every single week i played someone they had their best week it was it was unheard of yeah that's why a lot and and not that i sit back and you know i'm i'm telling people how to commission their leagues but I, i i think like a side a really fun kind of like side wager or side trophy or side award is the person who does put up the most fantasy football points in the t- in the course of the season should get something because at the end of the day really if they do not win the championship or they do not get to go to the postseason the big reason why is because they got they got the bad end of the draw when it comes to matchups and just each and every week they just <laughs> so so if they put up for example they may put up the most fantasy football points than anyone in in the league but also they probably had the most points scored against them in the league. And that happens frequently. That happens more than you'd think. So that's, that's a little side note. When I commission, when I commission a league, what I like to do is I like to give a weekly award for most points scored that week. That way, when you get into like weeks nine, 10, and let's say you've got somebody out there who's only got one, two, three wins and they're like, oh, season's done. I'm not going to win anyway. It's still a motivational factor for them to put their best foot forward and put their best team up and, 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 to, and to really compete if they're playing for, let's say, $25 or $50 or $100 a week that we allot for somebody who puts up the most points. That's number one. And then number two, at the end of the year, I do like to give an award for somebody who's put up the most fantasy football points in the course of the season. So again, it just it just keeps it it it, it keeps the motivational factor going for folks that uh, may at some point in time um, early on know that they're out of the running to make it to the postseason. Anita Marks with you eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. Again, I apologize a late start this morning, uh, just a little under the weather today, but at least I'm here. That's the positive thing. At least I'm here. So you've got a good fantasy football league story from this season, how it played out for you. Um, how did it end? Did you win? Did you lose? I will share with you as well. I, I, I did this before when we got into the playoffs. I think it's important folks know exactly what players were on what rosters that won it this season. 
what players that were drafted in what rounds were on rosters that help people get to the postseason uh, this year. That's that's really important because a lot of times what we do is we take we take that type of uh, research and implement it into next year's draft. And and, and I, I do think that we need to touch on that. And I'm sure that there's a number of people out there <clears throat> who um, who like me who are playing a ton of DFS today. Are you guys playing DFS now? You're the league's over. Are you no? Do you guys play DFS? Do you guys dabble in DFS? No, really? I don't. I I mean I've kind of thought about it since working <clears throat> with you. I I feel like I'm getting a better grasp at it. And right. I feel like that was my issue before. Maybe I didn't. I I just never tried it. So Kyrie, have you ever played DFS? I've never I've never played it. I'm I'm like Nikki in that that as you week by week talk about your DFS lineup and everything like that, it's intriguing. I'll probably try it. Maybe not this week because of the holiday and everything going on, but we'll see. How about this? How about this? My treat to you. Um, I will I will enter a Nikki and a Kyrie DFS lineup today. How's that? And and in the breaks, we'll I'll. I'll I'll enter and then I'll hand you the computer and I'll hand you my computer. You could play around. You guys could put, put together and it'll be, it'll be a Nikki and Kyrie roster today. You each will have your own roster and we'll see who does better. Oh, that'll be so much fun. Actually, why don't we do, th- why don't we, why don't we do, th- why don't we make this a competition? I would invite Chris, but Chris is, you know, Chris Bahumbug. Chris isn't going to want to play. I, I beg him each and every year. He played, he played fantasy once, one season, but I think that was enough for him. So, so I will, I will extend the invitation to Chris. Chances are he will say he'll decline. Okay. Um, but maybe what we can do, we can make this a fun competition between the three of us or the four of us if Chris wants to be a part of it. And each and every week, um, we'll accumulate points and we'll see at the end of the Super Bowl who has the most points. I love it. Okay. Fantastic. I, I love, I love making stuff up on the fly. Uh, there's a lot that's going on. Uh, pertaining to teams that are potentially going to rest their players. Like, for example, we know no Lamar Jackson. Word on the street is that no DeAndre Hopkins. Teams that are going to put their best forward, those th- those are the teams that you want the players. Like, for example, Green Bay needs to win to try to get a top three seed. Love Aaron Jones today. Love Devontae Adams today, right? Like, Tennessee Titans need to win in order to get in, to get that six seed. Love Ryan Tannehill. There's a chance that the Texans are going to rest their players um, at some point in time in the game. So, I'm going to go through all those scenarios. I'll share with you my DFS lineup. Calls are already coming in. I love it. This is the Fantasy Forecast Podcast with Anita Marks. I mean, I can't tell you how many times when, you know, a guy comes free and, and you know, maybe a MA is, is here or there and, um, and we're missing a block and, and he makes you right. You know, he makes the guy miss and, um, you know, just, just the, the things he's been able to do in the NFL, he makes, it makes it look like he's playing in high school against high school players at times. And, um, he's just, you know, an insane athlete. You know, you said it perfectly. Um, you know, he's changing the game, but there really isn't, you know, there hasn't been anyone else like him. He's just, um, you know, he's in a, he's in a category of, uh, all by himself. Um, you know, that's the type of player he is, that's the type of athlete he is. 
Um, and he makes everyone's jobs easier, and he makes us all look good, too, as well. That is Mark Andrews, tight end for the Baltimore Ravens, who uh, have come out and said that uh, they are going to rest their players today. So let's take a look around the NFL and uh, look at some of the teams that are going to put their best foot forward because either they have to win to get into the postseason or they have to win to try to better their situation or their seeding. Uh, in the postseason. So uh, you've got the Patriots at home against the Miami Dolphins. Um, so the Patriots are looking to try to win so that they could get a first round bye. So love all the Patriots players today. Specifically, Sony Michelle, by the way, is a little banged up. There's some question marks whether or not he's going to be active, even if he is. So I love Kevin White today against the Miami Dolphins. Love Kevin White today. Uh, for the Jets and the Buffalo Bills, uh, the Bills have said that they're going to start their players, but not sure if they're going to play all four quarters. Buffalo is set for the fifth seed. So, um, I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know what to anticipate. I'll, I'll be, I won't use the word shock, but I'll be surprised if, uh, if, if all, uh, Buffalo Bills players play all four quarters. So I do like the Jets today. I do like Sam Darnold. Um, I love, I, like, I wouldn't say love. I like Sam Darnold. I like Robbie Anderson. I like Jamison Crowder. Um, I like LaBelle. So those are players I would play. I would not play anyone from the Buffalo Bills today. You guys taking notes since we're competing? I hope you guys are. Um, for the Saints, I think this is going to be a complete blowout. I think the Saints are going to come into Carolina. Carolina is starting Will Greer, their third-round drop pick uh, at quarterback. And the Saints looking to win to try to, hopefully, if things play out appropriately for them, if Seattle wins, uh, the Saints can move up to the second seed and get a first-round bye. If San Francisco wins, um, and of course they win, they will stick with the third seed. But still, so the Saints are going to come in. I, I, I think they're going to be just a, a, a hurricane a tornado against this Carolina Panthers team that the organization is making a lot of adjustments. Um, new head coach. They're just, they are setting, they, they are pushing the reset button. So that entire organization, all those players, they just, they can't wait for baggy day to be here. So I love everybody. Saints, especially Alvin Kamara. The past two weeks, Alvin Kamara has uh, really done some sensational things. By the way, Michael Thomas dealing with a pinky hand pinky issue. So just keep that in mind. I'm not saying, I'm not saying that don't play him, but just heads up. He is dealing with a hand issue. So keep an eye on the active inactive list as we get closer to that game. Cause I think that's going to be a complete blowout. Uh, the Cincinnati Bengals and the Cleveland Browns, uh, Odell Beckham Jr. absent from practice this week. I don't blame him. He's dealing with a groin issue. He has for several weeks, frustrated with the organization. I wouldn't play anyone. From the Saints or, uh, or, or the, uh, the Browns. Maybe you want to take a flyer on Joe Mixon. Maybe you want to take a flyer on John Ross. Okay. Uh, but just a game that I want to steer clear from. Green Bay at the Detroit Lions. Green Bay again, needing to win to try to hopefully get that first round by, especially if San Francisco wins. They get that number two seed. So love the Green Bay Packers today. Love Aaron Rodgers. Love Devontae Adams. Probably my favorite fantasy football player today is Aaron Jones. Love everything. It's my best bet today. Over on Aaron Jones all-purpose yards. So love all Green Bay Packer players. Kansas City at home taking on the Los Angeles Chargers. They need to win um, to solidify the third seed. And they're hoping that by some Christmas miracle, the Miami Dolphins beat the New England Patriots. And if that happens, they could jump up to the second seed. But I don't anticipate that happening. Um 
I do like Miami getting the points, by the way. Curious what Chris says. Chris Canty says about that. But I do believe the Patriots win today. But Kansas City still playing, trying to get that third seed as opposed to the fourth seed. Um, that if they lose, they could drop to the fourth seed. So love Kansas City. Love everybody on Kansas City. Love Travis Kelsey. Love Patrick Mahomes. Um, for uh, Minnesota and Chicago, Minnesota has already come out and said that they're going to rest their players. No, uh, no doubt. No Dalvin Cook today. Chances are no Kirk Cousins. Not even sure if Madison's going to play. So love everybody with the Chicago Bears today. Chicago, they need to win in order to come and finish the finish the season strong and finish the season with a winning record. I think Chicago comes in with their best foot forward. Not that I would play Trubisky, by the way. Uh, but, um, I love Allen Robinson, for example. I love Anthony Miller, for example, for the Chicago Bears. Uh, Atlanta and the Bucks, nah, Perryman probably would be, Perryman would probably be the only player that I would play in this matchup. Uh, the past few weeks, he's just been sensational. No Mike Evans, no, no Godwin. So Perryman has been the uh, the wide receiver of choice for Jameis Winston. So love Perryman today. But other than that, probably the only player I would play in that matchup. For the Pittsburgh Steelers, they are in Charm City taking on the Baltimore Ravens, who have already locked up the one seed. So um, the road to Miami goes through Baltimore. Uh, so in Baltimore is going to rest its players, not just the, on the offensive side of the ball, but the defensive side of the ball as well. So for example, Benny Snell could be a sneak, a good play today in fantasy. I was on the sideline last week for the Jets Steelers game, and it was evident that Duck Hodges, who's going to get the start, really loves, uh, Johnson, Deontay Johnson, more so than, uh, James Washington. So Deontay Johnson, a sneaky, good play today in fantasy. Um, for the Dallas Cowboys, they are home. They're going up against the Washington Redskins. They need to win and they need to pray to God that the Giants play spoilers to the Philadelphia Eagles in order for the Dallas Cowboys to get into the fourth seed in the postseason. So, uh, love Dak Prescott today. Love Ezekiel Elliott today. If the Kansas City Chiefs win, then the Texans there's nothing they can do. They're stuck in the fourth seed. Win, lose, draw, whatever the case may be. What does that mean? Tennessee is going to come out guns a-blazing. Uh, they need to win in order to solidify the sixth seed. Love Ryan Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill has to be my favorite fantasy football quarterback this week. Love, love, love him. And I'm going to stack him all day long with A.J. Brown. Also love Derrick Henry. The Tennessee Titans rested Derrick Henry last week to get him ready for this game. So love me some love me some uh, Ryan Tannehill stacking him with AJ Brown and love Derrick Henry today. The Colts going up against the uh, Jaguars. Mm, nothing crazy here. I, like there's not a player in this matchup that really screams uh, I want to start him this week except Marlon Mack. Probably Marlon Mack would be the only player in this matchup that I would start against Jacksonville. Uh, for the Philadelphia Eagles, again, a must win for them. So they need to put their best foot forward against the Giants. Love me Dallas Goddard. Love Dallas Goddard today. No Zach Ertz. Zach Ertz is out. So Goddard, I think, is going to get a ton of targets. A ton. Also like Greg Ward out of the slot. He's been averaging about nine, ten targets a game. So um, Carson Wentz, okay. Play him. I'll play him in a few leagues, maybe a few tournaments. Uh, love Greg Ward and really love Goddard. Has to be like my number one tight end today. I think he's going to get a ton of targets. Oakland, the stars have to align properly. There's like six or seven things that need to happen in order for Oakland to get into the postseason. 
against Denver. But let me tell you something. Drew Locke has looked good since Denver has decided to start him, and their defense is pretty pretty impressive as well. So, but really, nobody here that nobody here that I would start today. Um, maybe, maybe, maybe Cortland Sutton. Cortland Sutton probably is the only player that I would I would start today against a really horrible Oakland Raiders secondary. Uh, the Rams word on the street is that the Rams is going to rest some players. I don't know if that's at the start of the game or midway through the game. So I am staying away from any of the Rams players uh, just in case they uh, they decide to, uh, to to bench that team just to keep them, you know, worry. And, and I get it. Like you're worried about, you know, a Todd Gurley who's got an arthritic knee getting injured. It's going to affect 2020. Um, and also I'm hearing that Kyler Murray is not a hundred percent. So keep an eye on that as we get closer to the active inactive list for those four o'clock games. Here's another thing. I don't understand why they could, they should have put that game. They should, what they should have done is they should have put the Colts Jaguars game at one o'clock and put the Kansas city chiefs chargers game at four o'clock because the Texans can decide what they want to do based on the winner, the winner or loser from if Kansas City wins or loses from the one o'clock game, which in a roundabout way affects the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Steelers really got screwed by the NFL this week. I'll be quite honest with you. If I'm a Steelers fan, I'm pretty I'm pretty ticked off. And last but not least, that big Sunday night game. This is going to be a good one. Uh, this is uh, you've got Seattle at home against the San Francisco 49ers. If the 49ers win, they lock up the number one seed in the NFC. If Seattle wins. Uh, the San Francisco 49ers drop to the fifth seed and Seattle then gets the third seed. If Seattle loses, Seattle will have the fifth seed. So not that there's a motivational factor to win in advance. Both these teams are going to advance to make it to the postseason. It's just who's going to better their situation. And I think a lot more motivation for the San Francisco 49ers to win uh, because they would get a first round bye. Where more so for the San Francisco 49ers, more so for the Seattle Seahawks, it's the difference between the third and the fifth seed. So I love the San Francisco 49ers and I love all players uh, today in that matchup. So I'm just trying to think if there's any other players that I did not mention. Um, James Conner is uh, is not going to go. So you're going to get a dose of Snell and Samuels in the backfield for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, Josh Jacobs is not going to go. He had surgery this week. So you'll get another week of uh, of Washington. Nelson Aguilar is out along with Ertz for the Philadelphia Eagles. Edelman's dealing with a knee, but I still I love his matchup against Miami. Um Julio Jones is dealing with a knee. Not sure if they'll sh- if they'll 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 uh, shut him down. Will Fuller and Kenny Stills, and now it's being reported that Devontae Adams are all out for the Houston Texans. So keep that in mind. God, I love Tennessee today, and that line right now. I I got the I got Tennessee at minus two and a half. Now that line is up to six. It's my favorite play of the week. As I said, Godwin as well as as um, Mike Evans is they're both out for. The Tampa Bay Bucks. So I love Perryman today. Uh, Terry McLaurin is out for the Washington Redskins. Keep that in mind. So Sims, wide receiver Sims could be a sneaky good play. Also, Haskins is out for the Washington Redskins. Uh, DJ Moore dealing with a concussion. He's out. Curtis Samuel could be a, a sneaky good play for you today. Uh, Hopkins, as I said, is out. Mark Andrews is out tied in for the Baltimore Ravens. But of course, we know that. Um, and I guess that's where we sit. 
So we get back. I will share with you my base DFS lineup and we'll take your calls. 800-919-3776. I see Chris Canty has made his way into the studio, which puts a smile on everybody's face. Uh, in about 15 minutes, we will kick off with New York Game Day. Some very interesting uh, reporting by the New York Post coming out that uh, that more Steve Tisch wants to clean house over there in East Rutherford with the Giants, where John Mara wants to see how today plays out for Pat Shermer and Dave Gettleman and do the Giants play a uh, spoiler to the Philadelphia Eagles and how will both owners battle it out for the future of the Giants. This is the Fantasy Forecast Podcast with Anita Marks. This is even more important than production. This is about an identity. This is about a physicality that you can have in your run game that lets people know how you come to play each and every day you walk into the stadium. And whether or not he can give them 15 or 20 carries, I don't believe that matters. I believe the manner in which he carries the ball, whether it's six times, seven times, and gives them a feeling that, you know what, we are back, we are physical, we are a team that's better than the team that played against the Arizona Cardinals this weekend, and you'll need that playing against a tough San Francisco team. That is uh, Ryan Clark on uh, on SportsCenter talking about uh, the addition of Marshawn Lynch to the Seattle Seahawks and what that means for them as they uh, embark onto the postseason. By the way, Fantasy Player of the Week brought to you by Sticky's Finger Joint, serving the best damn chicken fingers you've ever tasted with 18, count them, 18 different homemade dipping sauces open seven days a week, not six, no, 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 for locations and to order online. Go to stickies.com. As I said earlier, my fantasy football player of the week is, uh, or I should say today, is Aaron Jones. I think the Green Bay Packers, I think uh, they're going to utilize a lot of Aaron Jones today. Jamal Williams is not going to play. He's going to be inactive. So it's going to be a lot of volume for Aaron Jones against a horrible Detroit Lions defense, especially against the run. So here's my base DFS lineup. And Nikki and Kyrie cannot hear this since we're competing today. <laughs> Hopefully Chris will get on board. We'll see. We'll see if I could talk Chris into it. All right. So here we go. Uh, my, uh, my, my, and, and again, if you're just tuning in, maybe you haven't dabbled in DFS. How you win in DFS is you play, you have to have put together like several competitions, right? Like, so on any given Sunday, um, isn't that a movie? Any given Sunday, like I'll enter anywhere between 20 to 30. I'll participate in 20 to 30. Uh, competitions, whether it's head to head, tournaments, whatever the case may be. And so, and I, I will make tweaks to my lineup. And so here's my base DFS lineup for week 17. Love Ryan Tannehill against the Houston Texans, who, um, are ranked 28th against opposing quarterbacks. Again, a number of, of guys on offense we're hearing that aren't going to play. Houston sit, set with the fourth seed. I think a number of their defensive players are going to sit as well. And Tennessee needs to win in order to get in to the postseason. I love me some Aaron Jones against Detroit. Like I said, ranked 30th against opposing running backs. Sony Michelle, uh, apparently is not a hundred percent. So I love me some James White, James White running back for the Patriots against Miami today. They need to win in order to solidify that second seed in that first round by in the postseason. I'm going to stack Ryan Tannehill with AJ Brown. I've been talking about him a lot the past 45 minutes. 
Houston ranked 20th against opposing wide receivers. Um, I also like John Ross. I know I said there's, there were, that, that Cincinnati Bengals Cleveland Browns game is a game that I'm going to stay away from, but actually, I think John Ross gets a, a lot of volume today against Cleveland. Cleveland, a team that are just hoping that the season is over already. And the reason I'm playing Ross is because he is just like, I want to say he's like $5,200. He's like dirt cheap. Devontae Adams, uh, one of my, probably my number one wide receiver heading into this week, Green Bay Packers against going against Detroit, uh, ranked 27th against opposing wide receivers. So as you can see, I think, uh, Green Bay is going to put up a ton of points against the Detroit Lions. Travis Kelsey, my number one tight end, um, Going up against the Chargers, uh, actually Goddard is my number one tight end, but I also like Kelsey. Kelsey's like my one, Kelsey's like my one B against the Chargers. The Kansas City Chiefs looking to, uh, of course win and hopefully get that third seed and then, uh, and then a Christmas miracle if the Miami Dolphins could upset the Patriots, which we all know is not going to happen. Um, but if that was to happen, then Kansas City would jump into the two seed. Uh, Greg Ward as my flex against the Giants. The Giants rank 30th against opposing wide receivers. Greg Ward averaging 9 to 10 targets a game. And my defense, the Pittsburgh Steelers defense against the Ravens because the Ravens are going to be sitting everyone. And not a huge fan of RG3. I also like the Saints defense, by the way against Will Greer, third-round quarterback draft pick for the Carolina Panthers. So that's my base DFS lineup. Like I said, Kelsey Goddard, I'll switch them up. Steelers, Saints, that defense, I'll switch them up. Um, James White, Aaron Jones, I'll also throw in a little Derrick Henry. And uh, that's the lineup that I'm going to roll with today and hopefully winner, winner, chicken dinner. This is the Fantasy Forecast Podcast with Anita Marks.